Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the inaugural episode of Sixers Daily with Jazz Kang. Just a programming note for you, we're growing things here at Liberty Ballers with our podcast network. We're going to be doing a lot more audio-related stuff, some video-related stuff. The good news, though, the wonderful team of contributors, podcast hosts, whatever you want to call them, everything's staying in place. We're going to be growing what we already have in place at Liberty Ballers. That means you'll hear the Out of Sight podcast still. You'll hear the Gastroenteritis Blues podcast. You'll still hear the Talking About podcast. But I'll be joining in, doing a daily thing on the Sixers, and also be doing a long-form one. But we'll get into the semantics, introductions, all that when the time is right. Right now, coming off the NBA draft, the Sixers did make some moves. No, not involving Ben Simmons. So Ben Simmons still on the roster. There were some word that the Sixers had some talks with the Golden State Warriors, Toronto Raptors, among other teams. Nothing ended up happening. Elton Brand, Daryl Morey electing to stay still when it comes to Simmons. That's something that could stretch out through next week in free agency, as well as into the summer. We're going to have to see where that goes. But the Sixers did make one move, and it's something we haven't seen very often in recent years. They end up buying a pick instead of selling it. They bought the 53rd overall pick from the New Orleans Pelicans for a couple million dollars in cash. We'll get to who they selected there, but they also ended up keeping the number 28 selection. Now, with that, it was there was a few names on the board that we were looking at the Sixers might be able to take. Ultimately, they settled on Jared Springer. Now, Springer is a 6'4 guard at a Tennessee. Tons of athleticism, still really raw. He turns 19 in September. So, I mean, he's got a lot of room to grow. Does come in with a 6'8 wingspan, which NBA scouts, let's be honest, crave because of the ability to be able to switch onto bigger defenders. So Springer has a few boxes checked for him. Great on-ball defender, great team defender, super quick laterally, has a lot going for him in that sense. We'll need to work on his shooting. And that's one thing that everybody knows the Sixers need to add this offseason uh, as Embiid enters his, his prime and he's, he's the central focus of that team. You need to get him some guys around there that can space the floor and make it easier on the offensive end. Does Springer necessarily check that box right away? No, but at number 28, you're looking for a guy who's going to be able to come in and contribute and at least be able to be a part of the rotation, which considering his defensive skills and where he's at. And we saw this last season with Tyrese Maxey. He came in at number 21. Did things start off great for Max? Nope. But he developed into a solid rotational player, average over 15 minutes a game, put up eight points a night, and looks like a guy who's going to be a keeper. And, you know, again, unless a team comes with a godfather offer for a guy like Damian Lillard, then you might see somebody like that move. But these guys on cheap contracts who are young, have a lot of room to grow. I, I, this is a good addition, for, in my opinion, for the Sixers. Uh, again, not exactly checking off the immediate boxes, but when you're looking at number 28, 29, and you're getting into the second round, you're really just hoping to either use these as future assets or getting a guy who can at the very least come in and develop into a rotational guy. Now, the Sixers did have a pair of second round selections as well. There's a big need behind Joel Embiid with Dwight Howard's impending free agency, plus kind of the awkward fit. Doesn't look like he's going to be back. So the Sixers will need to address the forward, the big man spot at some point this offseason. They took a couple flyers in the second round. Now, the first guy they end up taking is a kid named Philip Petrushev. Petrushev, if you recognize the name, actually ended up playing a couple of seasons for Gonzaga 
and was named the West Coast Conference Player of the Year back in, in July of last year prior to, I mean, this is ever after everything had kind of been shut down with the pandemic. Uh, Gonzaga did go to the league's tournament championship there in the WCC, but didn't get to see what happened, obviously, in March Madness because we had everything going on with the pandemic. But Petrushev elected to go play over in Europe rather than go play back at Gonzaga again. So this was an interesting choice for him, but a part of his goals, and he was saying this in, in an article I read on Sports Illustrated, a part of the goal was that he wanted to kind of show the NBA scouts and the NBA world that he can play with men. And he managed to do that. Now for the team that he went to go play over there, there's a couple of names in, in the NBA. One is a damn good player, Nikola Jokic. The other is Avita Zubak, solid starter for the Clippers. So he went to a team that has a bit of a history of at least churning out some NBA talent. Now you're looking at what Petrusev did while he was there. Pretty damn impressive. Won the MVP of the Adriatic League. He's only 21 years old. Put up just over 23 points, 7.6 rebounds. The knock on him, though, not going to be much of a rim protector and in terms of an elite defender, not overly athletic, but has the ability to stretch the floor from, from outside. Gives the Sixers another option that if, again, if he's able to work himself into the rotation, he is somebody who will be able to maybe hit some threes from the outside and give the floor some more spacing. Uh, not likely he's going to play next to Embiid, but again, we're going to have to see the fit come time for training camp. Now the Sixers did add another big man at 53 with the pick they bought from the Pelicans in Charles Bassey. Bassey played at Western Kentucky. Uh, he's originally from Nigeria. Guy is, is, is a defensive machine. Uh, you put up big numbers there playing, um, you know, in Conference USA with Western Kentucky, 17.6 points, 8.3 rebounds, block 3.1 shots per game, just an energizer bunny in terms of on the defensive end. Uh, limited game in terms of offensively, those big numbers coming up, scoring a lot from around the rim, getting close-up shots from, from in close. Uh, not great with his post-up moves, not much of a jumper, but he's a guy who, who brings some sort of defensive prowess to the Sixers. And if he can fill that void of giving you a backup behind Joel Embiid, this will be, again, a, a decent-looking pick, but we're going to have to see how things shake out with the rookies overall. But the Sixers, again, did use all three of their picks, uh, didn't didn't trade, in, in but used their two picks and bought the third one, didn't trade out. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see how they approach the next week because we know the big thing is coming up now. What the heck is going to happen with Ben Simmons? And if you missed it, the team at Liberty Ballers ended up doing a YouTube stream throughout the draft. They talked about it as well to lead things off that. The feeling was that something might get done with Ben Simmons, as it usually does at the NBA draft when you have some of these big names available. Didn't really see that. Didn't really see that with the Sixers. Didn't see too much on a league-wide scale. But there was one big deal made involving a former MVP, a guy who's averaged a triple-double, four out of the last five seasons, Russell Westbrook, moving over to the L.A. Lakers. Uh, for a package around Kyle Kuzma, Montrez Harrell, Contavious Caldwell-Pope. The Lakers shipped over their number 22 pick. Now, this move was looked at, okay, the Lakers are bringing in another playmaker and a, and a star-level player to play with LeBron James and Anthony Davis, but now they're going to have to hit the veteran free agent market hard because they're hard-capped at $143 million. Still have about $10 million or so in room in order to bring in maybe guys like Alex Caruso, but the Lakers are going to be a team that – now we're going to be fighting with teams like the Sixers, the Nets, the Buck, the Bucks, uh, the Clippers to try and bring in some veteran talent to surround their, their superstars. Now, how does this trade impact the Sixers? Well, word broke that the Wizards didn't make this trade in order to blow everything up. They did this to try and add some more pieces around Bradley Beal, who apparently is now looking forward to maybe staying in Washington a little bit longer. And so now 
it'll be interesting to see how the Wizards proceed with this. Because if you look at the names that are available for Simmons right now, you got Bradley Beal, potentially. Again, we don't know what's going to happen there. Damian Lillard, potentially, hasn't necessarily went out and said, hey, I want to get traded uh, 100% from Portland. But those are the two kind of big guys that you look at that a trade could be made with the Sixers if the Sixers want to bring in some immediate help. Now, I'm sure they could look at a team like OKC, who has a a million different draft picks, uh, looking at teams who are rebuilding and trying to say, hey, we want some future assets for for Simmons. I don't know if that's going to be conducive at this point to a team who has an MVP-level talent in Joel Embiid. So this whole thing with with Russell Westbrook going to the Lakers is going to have a little bit of a trickle-down effect on what happens in Philly, because if Bradley Beal is not available, who do the Sixers and who can they shift their focus to? And we, you know, we heard reports that the that Daryl Morey and 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 the Sixers were basically looking at offering a move to the to the Warriors in exchange for the number seven and fourteen picks uh, for Andrew Wiggins and James Wiseman, that two future first round picks. Apparently, the Warriors walked from that. So again, not knowing for sure that we can confirm that that the Warriors or the part of me the Sixers actually made that offer. One thing we do know though is that that shows us that, okay, maybe the, the market for a star is thin and Maury and, and Brand are looking at a way, okay, let's bring in some future assets that we could take and be able to, to trade those to another team in order to bring in a superstar. So what this sets up now is going to be a heck of an interesting week when free agency rolls around because we're going to have to see how they massage out the end of the roster, what happens with Danny Green, and we're also going to have to see what happens with Simmons. We should start hearing from guys like Woj and Shams if things are turning over the weekend and starting to get an idea of what where things lie for Simmons, but it's going to be interesting to see how this all shakes out. Now, don't forget, we're going to be doing this on a a daily basis, mostly throughout the regular season, throughout the offseason. We'll be coming at you with Sixers Daily stuff. And again, don't forget, we have a great team already in place. Uh, They're going to be doing their thing with their shows out of sight, talking about podcasts, gastroenteritis blues. That'll all be a part of our network. But we're going to be trying to grow things here at Liberty Ballers. So don't forget, subscribe to our network on either iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your fix, you name it, we are there. That does it for this episode. We'll catch up with you all next time. (laughs) 